0: Oh. Hey Sam, I yep. think I Oh I like that. Exactly. This is I think we got something Yeah I think we do
1: Sam and Andrew in the morning. Night. Nice. It's not night. It's, it's not night. Very much
0: not. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Everyone outside and in between. Welcome, welcome back, back. To our early morning boys. Early. Sleepy boys podcast. So it's Sleepy Boys, but if you've listened to our other ones where we've been sleepy, it's going to be the reverse. It's the opposite. It's the we're early- sleepy, but we're going to get more awake. Yeah. Opposed to, we're sleepy. And we're okay. get more tired. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this should be fun. If any of you ladies out there like our early morning voices, because I've heard that this is a oh, this is a sexy thing. thing
0: I suppose but I should have not brushed my teeth to drink water because that would just been people yeah, like I'm, this. I'm it been Like right, <laughs> right here. Yeah.
1: Right here. So welcome to our morning boys podcast today is going to be a weird day
0: how are you sam i'm doing fine
1: i'm very stressed and tired i'm in the middle of two weeks straight of working every
0: day oh yeah it's great and you're in two plays
1: yeah if you're in new york come check me out at the Manhattan Rep.
0: Hey, 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 hey. We're not plugging... Well, we're not late. plugging the things. It's too late. We're not plugging Come the things. You save, the, that, to the the rep. Check, save uh, that to the end. At the Manhattan Rep. You Just save that to the end, my man. Hey. You haven't even gotten there yet. <laughs> um... Yeah. How are you, Andrew? I'm fine.
1: Did we say our names?
0: I'm Andrew Thomas. I'm Sam Bannigan. Um... Yeah, I'm doing fine. Yeah. Dude, all right. I thought of gray hair in my beard. Ooh. I was like, Argh!
1: You're like a 22 year old boy. Exactly. Yes.
0: Cool.
1: Rough. I, so, I have those, like, little red whiskers uh-huh. in my beard, and I know that those are going to turn white. Oh. Uh-huh. Like, before anything else, so I get that salt and pepper look. Yeah. So this week.
0: We saw a movie.
1: We saw a movie. We saw. We did-
0: Certainly see a movie. Hey
1: oh, uh, that's my that's normally my thing. Oh yeah. true warns, It's your thing.
0: You really want me to not like movies. I want you to Yeah.
1: Sometimes
0: Jeez, do you hear that? The most you get is during the Oscars. Yeah. I because you see me, you see yeah. me the moment after your Oscars. I'm like I was suckered again. <laughs> <laughs> I again. Was, I was duped. <laughs> It's been ten years, and I've been duped the same exact way again. Uh, so this, uh, speaking
1: of Oscars. <laughs> That's funny, Sam. I know.
0: Um, Thank you.
1: We saw Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: It's not even in the song. I was going to sing it, but I was like, oh, they don't they even say, say it, it, it in the song.
1: Just, it's just called Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. 'Cause it's a night at the opera or whatever the fuck. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. An epic poem? Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? Oh, should I go first? Usually. Sorry, oh. I just keep I keep looking at your Lego back to the future.
1: Don't you wish we could go back?
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I wish <laughs> we could go back. <laughs> Gotta go back in time. Um so, so It's fine. It's fine. It's As much as I wanted to dislike this movie, I did it. There's some fine parts. Yeah. I'll even say there's some good parts.
1: Yeah. But really.
0: Here's the thing there's not even really a lot of bad parts. Nope. There's just a lot of okay parts.
1: It's just a lot of perfectly
0: fine movies, perfectly adequate filmmaking. That's honestly. Probably the biggest offense. Yeah. For a band who... For Queen and Freddie who, Mercury. Yeah, who kept saying, we don't want to be... Uh, like everything else. We exactly. Don't wanna we don't want to be average. Uh, average. We don't we want to play to the largest crowd. We want to play to the people standing in the back. Exactly. They just made a movie that is Walk the Line or Ray or... Any other musical? It's behind the music. That's it. Nothing original. Nothing thoughtful. That's it. Just here's a slightly uh, dramatized version. Exactly. Well, this. slightly. No. <laughs> slightly
1: to very much.
0: But to an extent. Um. So yeah. Yeah. It's, um. It's yeah. I mean, like. Spoilers? Question mark. It's a real life thing. It's right? real life that most people know from like
1: thirty years ago. Like, was the end of it.
0: Queen would still be before me, if yeah, but still spoilers. <laughs> um, sure. Oh. If you if you want to see the movie, I, I I've been like I've been telling people if you like Queen, there. Are, there are moments in the theater where I looked around, and there are some people like, when is this going to end? But the music was playing. They're like, all right. Yeah. All right. Listen to Queen, a beautiful sound system. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, do it on a $5 Tuesday. Do it for free. If you know somebody. If you know someone, they're like, hey, I want to take you out. And you're like, Ugh, I don't know. If you want to see this movie, they'd be like, hey, listen, you want to go on that date? They're like, yes, queen there. Maybe don't do that. Maybe don't. <laughs> maybe not that one. But like... Equal opportunity, guy or girl. If still, you're a guy out there maybe. and a girl wants to take you out, yeah, do it. Yeah, but still maybe
1: don't do that. Maybe don't like lead someone on just to see a movie.
0: I always average, lead on. <laughs> an
1: average movie. At that, Not at least even, do a
0: good movie. At least
1: do, like, a damn good Where movie. Where
0: they're like, well, at least I saw this movie. <laughs> yeah, this one you're
1: just gonna be like, well, shit, I had to sit through two and a half hours of an okay thing.
0: Here's the, the thing, thing, Sam.
1: So many people seem to love this That's movie. That's
0: it. I feel like we're, we're gonna be one of the few people who are like, it's whatever.
1: Welcome to my world.
0: Yeah, yeah. um... <laughs> um... So, yeah, spoilers. Let's get to the real star. Rami S- Malek. Bridesinger. Rami Malek. Oh, we'll get to him. <laughs> oh, I feel like we'll talk about him for a while. Um Brian Singer. Uh-huh. Kind Flash. of. And Dexter Fletcher. Flex, flex. Fletcher? Fletcher. There it is. Um, so, Bridesinger. Uh-huh. X-Men, boy. X-Men, yes. X-Men, Usual Suspects. He did Valkyrie, if you saw it. Never saw Valkyrie. Some people are like, I talk about Valkyrie, and they're like, I did see Valkyrie. That's a movie I haven't thought of since I saw it. What's it about? It's Tom Cruise with a eye patch. Um, I have not seen it. It's about the crew that tried to help kill. It's about the German crew that tried to kill Hitler in like 1943. Nope. Ah, obviously they failed. Oh yeah, but I've seen the X-Men's.
1: Yes, the X-Men.
0: So, what do you think of his directing style overall? It's fine. It's competent. It's competent. It's what we all. It's competent filmmaking. Yeah,
1: I mean, I don't know if there's any. Okay. You I also haven't... did
0: Superman Return. Oh boy. <laughs> and I, I like, I like Superman Returns. I like X-Men 2. X-Men Days of Future Past is true blue, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yep. Uh, I think he has a, a nice style, but that style easily can turn into competent. Just, yeah. Yeah, just...
1: Yeah, I don't think he he is, like, doing anything to write home about, you know? yeah. Like it's just like yeah he's making a good movie which is like, weird he knows cause... how to make a movie he knows how to construct shots well he knows how to do direct actors like, yeah it's not like he's floundering in any parts it's but he's al- not like pushing the
0: pushing the envelope pushing it it's always weird to me because he, he makes these good to find movies yeah. and then you forget his first movie is one of the most iconic films of all time. Yeah. Usual Suspects. I love The Usual Suspects. So it's just so weird to... Like, he hits it out of the park his first time, and he's just never really... Did he write Usual Suspects, too? Yes. He did The Tufa. Okay. uh It's crazy. And now with this movie, you can tell... You can tell he was not on his A-game. At yeah. least. The movie feels well, I think like he it was directed been by two people. I heard... Some other stuff. Well... Yeah, that. Uh, apparently, his mom was sick. He had to deal with that. He was like, I need to take care of her. And the
1: other stuff. And then the
0: other stuff. <laughs> Nothing exists in a black hole. Uh, a vacuum. <laughs> a vacuum black hole. Those are two different things. Are they, though? Yes. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, where are you when I need you?
1: Neil deGrasse Tyson, do you want to be on our podcast?
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah with his uh, 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 allegations of misbehavior Uh could have been that but either way Fox gave him the boot and he was like alright I'm like almost finished with the movie we have like three more days and then Dexter Fletcher, Fletcher, who did Lock, Shot, and Two Smoking Barrels, he acted in that. He did direct it. Okay. He directed... Uh, do I pull up I'm that IMDB? It right now. Awesome. am doing My just being slow. Did
1: you unplug my computer? IMDB, IMDb, IMDb and the, oh. the bohemian capsody capsody rhapsody cast will rock you get it oh I get it because because of the song because it's queen <laughs> Pricer is the only person listed.
0: Yes, as director, that's what the DGA said. Uh, I believe he was also a producer, Mr. Mister Dexter. I don't want to say his last name. Fletcher? Fletcher, there it is. Like Whiplash. He was in Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> that, that's it. And that's <clears throat> it. That's his acting career. That's his acting career. He was
1: in *The Three Musketeers* from twenty eleven.
0: I saw that.
1: That was a, that he was, was also in *Kick-Ass*.
0: Another one of my favorite movies.
1: He was in what's another one that he Stardust. <laughs> he was in *Doom* in two thousand five. He was in *Band of Brothers*. He's done some good stuff.
0: Yes, this is acting, though. Yes, I know. With with the with the behind-the-lenses, he's done... He directed
1: Wild Bill, Sunshine on Leith, and Eddie the Eagle. And he's doing the...
0: Uh... And Rocket Man. <gasps> Elton John. Elton John's... He got a taste for it. Exactly. He was so, section. I he hope was you're like, not looking forward to... Because the reason why I went to talk about him is because he shaped the movie. He's the one who was in the editing room. He was the one who, you know, had to figure out the pacing yeah. what scenes made it in, what scenes made it out, chose all the, you know, scenes for the actors. And again, I feel like that's. It's still. It's competent still. This movie was oddly paced for it, me
1: it, yeah it it is I have some issues with the edit editing
0: the edit which is which are
1: just I feel like at some parts they're doing some really interesting stuff like with the interview the big press yeah. conference and the like the um the like inner scene of like him going to the club and then also them like, recording and doing all that stuff. Yeah. I was like, this is some cool stuff. And that's what Rocketman looks like. It's going to be more...
0: More of that. More,
1: like, abstract. Taking a look at, like, a weirder, a more interesting way to tell this story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the rest of this movie was just, like, kind of weirdly...
0: Even they those, come up even with the song.
1: Bits, even those bits were kind of, like, weirdly paced.
0: But I think it was just repetitive. It was... Someone comes up with an idea of a song. They record the song. They release the song. They come up with the idea of the song. Then, like, Freddy does something that annoys the band. Then they come up with a song. Sometimes
1: at the same time. At the
0: same time. They're like, Freddy, don't stop me now! Hey. 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 Freddy I told you don't bite dust. Hey. 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 I think we got something. You need the third part. You one know sample. that new
1: sound you've been looking for?
0: Well, listen to this. <laughs>
1: I feel like that's the, that, that's, that's, the that's the vibe <laughs> of this entire movie. That is basically <laughs> it's just like a weird like reference to something else. It's a weird reference to Queen The entire time Every scene they have to make a weird Reference to something Queen related Yeah, That doesn't fit Like the whole Mike Myers thing I was like why? Why? (laughs) (laughs) That was very funny Andrew did a dumb laugh When we saw saw it Because Sam told
0: me that Or you tell the story for, For
1: people who don't know Mike Myers is in this movie he plays a producer who basically tells Queen no one will ever bang their heads in a car to Queen.
0: Get it? Cuz Wade's World and Andrew the 1990 did this. film. Oh! As loud as I could. As loud
1: as he possibly could in the middle of the Lincoln Center IMAX on the fr- on a Friday afternoon.
0: The thing is, people still laughed.
1: People did still laugh,
0: and it wasn't at me.
1: Every the last three shows that we had at my
0: theater, I think you run in,
1: people were like applauding, like a lot.
0: A part of me does want to see it with an audience like that. A That's part of me really into wa- it, yeah, because I really do think some movies changes change with the audience. All right. with your like a v- amped up audience, you're gonna be like, yeah, this movie is rocking and then it's like well what about your critical side of your brain is like well what about this what about that you're like ah, don't think about it don't think about it <laughs> this is fine so I, a part of me doesn't I think want to watch an audience like can
1: that. can make your experience better i don't think it makes the movie
0: better. i 100% disagree or not disagree agree uh you know yeah, I like, very much. Like so. I
1: saw Hereditary twice. The first time I saw it was with like an audience who was like super <clears> the <throat> second time I saw it and the audience wasn't as into it. Yeah. So I was like this movie is still fucking incredible.
0: Yeah. You know? True. No, it's very, very true. Um
1: So you might have a more fun time in watching it at least. Yeah. So if you want to have a fun time, make sure you go with people who are gonna be into it, I guess.
0: Yeah. True. Um, and honestly Their music is so great No matter what you're gonna Oh
1: yeah When I was cleaning the theater I got Don't Stop Me Now And the show must go on Stuck in my head All the time
0: Yeah Um I mean like not, I'm trying to think of the cast And like Besides b- Besides the kid Who else Uh Everyone's fine uh, Yeah I always enjoy seeing low Finger. I always Every some... time I see him I'm like
1: uh huh. Uh huh. Lucy Boynton. She's good. As uh, Mary Austin. What else is she in? She's
0: a little. She's a little Felicity Jones in *Mouffit*, but she's Sing she's good. I saw this because I was looking her up. Uh, I don't know who she is in *Sing Street*. Plays a girl named Rafina. That's no way. Is She the little girl? Because she kind of looks like her and sounds like her. I'm not sure. But she was little in the Seag Street. In C Street, was just two years ago. I don't know, man. Uh, she was in Apostle.
1: She was on in Murder on the Orient Express. I remember her in that. She was in Let Me Go. She was in Don't Knock. <laughs> don't I'm... Knock Twice. Bunch of TV shows.
0: Probably uh, across we, the pond.
1: Yeah, that we never would have saw. But she was cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh we also got Gwillem Lee as um, Oh yeah, the
0: other band the Like other in band real members. life, I forget
1: the other band members. Gwillem Lee is Brian May. He's
0: in um But uh um, before we do this, back to Lisa Boyman. What did you think of her? She was good. She was good? I liked her. I thought um, her writing the her dialogue
1: was not written very great. But yes, I but what her. she
0: <laughs> what she did with the character she was Yeah. Yeah.
1: She did a good job with what she had, which was not a lot. So, I say she did an even better job.
0: True, you know? I agree with you. Um spoiler alerts for my feeling for the rest of the cast. I don't feel like anyone really did too spectacular of a job. No. Uh but no one was also bad at the yeah, same no time. Yeah, no one was like... Even okay. his lover, uh, the bad one, the bad lover, Freddie's yeah, bad lover, I thought he was... Whoever that guy is. What was that? Whoever that guy is. Yeah, I thought he was pretty pretty dope. But uh, Roger Taylor and Brian May. Yes. Um, <clears throat> who they cast people who looked a lot like them. They did a very it was, good job. It was very good.
1: Um, but Yeah, we got Ben Hardy as Roger Taylor. You would know him as Angel in X-Men Apocalypse. Yes. He's I also see.
0: a cutie. Every time I saw him, I was like, ooh, he's so cute. He looks good. He looks ooh. a lot better with his short hair, though. Oh, I I dig him with the long hair. Oh, I was like... It. Look at that boy. No, I saw... Did you see him with the long hair? I was yeah. like, ooh. Ooh. I didn't like it. I liked it. I like I like his short hair.
1: Come on, Freddy. Um, you're a legend, Fred.
0: You're, you're a
1: legend, Fred. Ridiculous. Uh, ben Hardy as Art Taylor. And then we got Joseph Mazzello as John Deacon.
0: He, the one no one cares about. And also you know him for um da da da, oh, shit. da. He's the yeah, little boy. He is the little boy. He's also
1: in the social network. Yes he is. Which I didn't know. It's also in G. I Joe Retaliation.
0: I mean like he might have peaked at a young age, but <laughs> who cares? <laughs>
1: Well, hey, Social Network came out in 2010. That is very true. Don't, um, don't front.
0: Don't at him. Um, but we're not going to talk about them for 10, 15 minutes. Nope, we're going to talk about one of them for 10 minutes. One of them. Minutes, and that is the our, Mr.
1: Robot. Our main boy. Well, specifically, he is not Mr. Robot.
0: Oh, is he not? I've never seen the show. It's
1: a very good show.
0: Okay. I need is to not watch it.
1: Mr. Robot. It's called okay. Mr. Robot, but he is not.
0: Oh, I thought he was Mr. Robot.
1: Well, like, he's, he sort of.
0: It's about a hacker, right? Yeah. It's on, like, Amazon. It may yeah. be on Hulu. It's on Amazon. I need to... One day would I have, like... Ti- but also, there's, like, a bunch of things I want to watch. It's all my list, but... You need to, like, get on your TV watching list. Yeah.
1: As do I, honestly, but I'm very busy right now. Uh, so,
0: our main boy Rami Rami Malik Malik Loved his boy Mr. From Robot From what I've seen Great Very good Night at the Museum Oh my god, he killed it Night at the Museum Until Dawn Great He was the It's a reverse cameo now And I love it The Master Great um, What'd you think of him In this movie
1: I Liked him I thought he did a good job.
0: Yeah? Was he
1: transcendent or locking down best actor this year? No. No, 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 no. no. Cool your jets, everybody. Cool your jets? He was good. <laughs> he was not that good. He was good, but, like, well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Just knowing how probably it's gonna be, you'll have Lady Gaga this year. I'll have I'll have Rami Malek. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. Unless we get like. A unless lot of, again of, this like, year. This year we just kill it with that. We got two more. We got two more months, guys. <laughs> Come on. Come on. We were loving. We were loving up 2018. Like earlier in the year we were like ooh, ooh. halfway that halfway point and then just kind of and then ooh. I think we should have knocked on wood well, um,
1: I'm sure we did
0: I here's the thing uh-huh. everything oh, that I like about his performance I think he did and he did as an actor if this makes sense Everything I didn't like about his performance, I feel like it wasn't his fault. I feel like it was the direction, the writing, and the makeup.
1: That makes a lot of sense.
0: Um, I feel like...
1: Because he's a very competent actor.
0: Yes. he's extremely competent. From the clips, I've seen of Mr. Robot, the range he has to do, you know, that silent... Yeah. Monotone guy, to the flamboyant Freddie Mercury yeah. is very... It's very, you know, it, it shows you that he... he can ha- act. Exactly.
1: And he can act circles around people.
0: Yeah. And, if, and uh, this is one of those movies where if you want to see someone act circles around some people, this is one of those movies. Yeah. Saying that, <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of his performance... And it's fine, but I just didn't particularly like it as a caricature of Freddie Mercury. Okay. Not so much like a real-life look yeah, into yeah. the band. It, a lot of it was very, you know. Have you ever seen any interviews with Freddie Mercury? And No. Oh, okay. I have, because... I,
1: didn't, I never like grew up listening to Queen.
0: Neither did I. My first experience with Queen was with Shaun of the Dead, with... Don't Stop Me Now the pool sticks and I was like I like this song and then that was my dive in and then there was another reason I looked up and went to learn more about Queen which we'll get into later great (sighs) (laughs) but I watched a few interviews and he's like you know he's charismatic but more than less more than uh more or less he's just a guy yeah in this movie everything's like this everything oh my gosh we gotta talk like this and oh my god oh Sam this and that oh I can't believe we're gonna do the podcast today it's gonna be lovely darling oh my gosh it's just kind of like calm that like <laughs> bring it down just a little like yeah in every acting cast, class in the world they always say bring it to an 11 and a seven. Yeah, but just bring it, bring it down just a little, my guy. Again, I don't blame that on him. I blame that on the direction and really on the writing. Yeah, this script is not good. So I think that yeah, the script is really like if you rough. again if you like this movie, good on it, it's it's better than most scripts. It's a yes. better script. It's sh- strips, scripts rips and t- tips. And That's dips. the name of my uh, my acting advice book or my <laughs> writing advice book. um it's better than most scripts, but still, it's it's just so by the numbers. It's yeah. so feels like something just you knock out on a weekend. You're yeah. like, oh, I need to do a musical biopic. Well, there you go. There it is. Here it is. Yeah. Um, and then that makeup, that makeup. The I, makeup is
1: fine. The teeth he needed like two weeks earlier than when he got them. Like. If they had give, because they gave it to him like a week or two before they started shooting.
0: Really? Yeah, I didn't know this. And I
1: feel like they needed to give it, give those teeth to him like a month before, like give him
0: time, (laughs) because he sounds like a horse eating peanut butter. I think that's a little much. (laughs) (laughs) There are parts where. Especially seeing the beginning, he's talking to his dad. Um, there it, it seems like they were like, "All right, ready, set, and at- we need the teeth." Hey guys, bring in the teeth! And he's like, "Wait, what? The teeth?" Okay, he puts them in, and then he's like, "No, we
1: got them like a week, week or so before they started shooting." Yes, they, of course, we needed them,
0: but it th- a couple weeks earlier. Yeah, and there are some scenes where you see it, and you're like, "Okay." You're used to it because by the end of shooting, he was clearly used to it. There were yes. some scenes
1: where I didn't even notice, but then there are some scenes that I was like, "Oh, this looks like, like they are about to pop this out." Is like early, early days yes. of shooting, you don't know how to deal with these quite yet. So yeah, I think if he just had more time with them, it would have been fine. And so I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to get at Rami Malik because of that. I, <laughs> if you don't have a key, like a key thing that you have to get used to like that like a prosthetic in your mouth
0: yeah but you're also when you're, getting paid millions of when dollars you're doing
1: you figure it out when you're doing an accent that is not your home accent I get it and specifically like a uh, idiolect of a very famous voice you need to get those teeth as soon as possible and I but think here's, you just needed them a little earlier and then it would have been
0: fine here's I mean, my thing and this is my thing with all biopics don't need to sound exactly like him. You don't no. need to. I don't know. If, you don't need to sound exactly like them, but you need to to get. But some if aspects. if you had the teeth, <clears throat> you're on a time crunch. This is just the way movies are made now. You can't have all the time you want or need. There are some sacrifices that you need to make. And I but think, but it's not like
1: he couldn't not he couldn't do it. Like, you you can't do Freddie Mercury and not do, like, a British accent.
0: This is where I disagree. Um, What? Not a British... I'm not saying, hi, guys, I'm Freddie Mercury of Queen. (laughs) I'm not saying do that. But, again, either... And this is, again, where I'm not talking about Robbie Malik, because this is out of his control. The direction, the producer should have stepped in and said, either no teeth, or do the teeth where it's not about to pop out, and calm down your accent and let it, you know, fit around your mouth more. Because there are parts where you can tell he's really tried.
1: I I don't I don't. And it's I'm not I, gonna like get at this movie because they.
0: they I don't know. Maybe for me it was just it's really distracting.
1: It wasn't for me. I think I think like he just needed more time and then it would've been fine. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't know.
0: What? Why? Why are you so mad?
1: I'm not mad. I'm just like I'm, I don't have anything else to say. Like this is just I I don't. I'm not going to blame anybody. I don't think this is anybody's fault. I. I think like it was just like time didn't work out. He didn't get the teeth in time, and that's fine. I think he did a great job with the with the voice and with with the with what he could do. Like I I think like if you're doing something like this with a person who has an iconic voice, you do have to get
0: the voice. It's. You, you know what? That's fair. That's very fair because most biopics where I'm like, you don't. This guy had a like squeaky voice. Not, and that like guy social had... network.
1: It doesn't matter if if, because uh, yeah, well, that's why I went Zuckerberg. to get into yes because it doesn't matter. No one knows. I don't Mark know what Mark Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg, Zuckerberg sounds like, right? So you yes. can do whatever he wants. But if you're doing Freddie Mercury, one of the most iconic voices ever,
0: that's very fair, you and you I, that's something I didn't to consider. But um, it it it's. For me, again, maybe not for you. For me, there are parts where I'm like, what's going on? I'm sorry. I'm just looking at those teeth. That That's all. And Maybe yeah. it was because the IMAX and the teeth could be its own screen alone. But it was just so... It sucked me so hard out of the movie. I didn't have that. Different jokes? For different folks. <laughs> um, And, yeah. So... And then getting into Freddie Mercury, I feel like it's something very famous or not famous, I guess, infamous about this movie now Mm. is about the things they chose to admit, things they chose to rewrite, things they want to place in different timelines. And before we get into that, I just want to say I'm okay with that. Make your movie first. I hate when a biopic or anything that's based on a true story is kind of like, well, that doesn't make sense narratively. And people are like, well, it's based on a true story. Uh, You know, American Animals, it's based on a true story. It doesn't make sense if all four of them witnessed that horrible thing. No, you have them all together or you have any, you know, you fit it into the story so the story makes, you know, sense. So everyone can have their arcs, so this and that. I'm a big proponent of that. Uh-huh. but you know when two living band members are heavy influences and heavy partners are heavy producers yeah. into the film because we it, were supposed to get this movie like 10 years ago yeah we're yeah, 10 years ago and even they, 5 years and ago and they were like nah it feels almost sorry I covered my mouth um, it feels almost like they're rewriting history more than having creative liberties. That makes sense. Um. So let's get into some of the. So if if you some know, American yeah, stuff. yeah, and you if you're comfortable talking about it, what do you mean? <laughs> like, how they kind of gloss over his his entire sexuality and the fact that he had AIDS. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that whole like big, big part of his life and his legacy yes you know that thing that's like very very important especially also, in the 2018 climate where bisexuality and AIDS are still heavily stigmatized even though there's absolutely no reason for them to be
0: yes now what I'm about to say is gonna sound like, I was like they also got at him for making a solo album and yeah. they did solo <laughs> solo albums before him <laughs> and after him And they all did solo things. It's just kind of... It it feels... This is where sometimes I feel like... Biopics are better when people... Are dead. Where everyone's dead. don't
1: ask the band... To like... Be this involved. Yes. Like just be like... Hey, we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna ask you a couple of questions...
0: And then we're going to go make a movie. I really want to talk about this and then we'll get into the thing that I might get fired up about. We got like Um, 15 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. So the thing is, is that I feel like people would have done this movie a long time ago. I mean, they were going to do it a long time ago. But the thing is, you know why the band has to be producers? Because of their like. Royalties and- They gotta get that music. Yeah, yeah. They can't. It's not like there was what a Jimi Hendrix movie, but his estate didn't approve of it, so they didn't give the movie any of the music. <laughs> um, it's actually a pretty good movie. It's with uh, Andre Three Thousand. Oh, I think it's called Jimmy. I think it's or it's either just Jimmy or just Hendrix or just Hendrix.
1: Well, that's what isn't that sort of what they did with that Bob Dylan movie? That's not a Bob Dylan movie.
0: Yes. Yeah, kind of the same, but I think they had the music. To, it's been a long time since I've seen it. I'm pretty sure they used the music. I'm
1: not sure. Um, I haven't seen it. I've just heard that I would like it.
0: It's very good. It's very, very good. Love Kate Blanchett. So um, I'm into it. And Heath Ledger, and Christian and, Bell, and yeah, all that. I saw Kate Blanchett, and I was like, ooh.
1: I want to see that. And then everybody else, and then it was like, oh, and also all these other people that you like. And I was like, Yeah, ooh. Yeah.
0: Um, so, they kind of... Are, they have to be a part of it, because... Yeah. They are the, okay, well, we don't like this, well, we can't use the music. Well, you can't use the music. Yeah, it's like, you don't
1: get, we are the champions. It's like,
0: uh... Well, we kind of need it. We
1: kind of need it. Okay, uh, then you don't get Breaking Even Rhapsody. It's like, okay, hold on. And... Hold on, guys.
0: Yeah. It's just so... I don't know. I feel like... You know... I am not... I've never met Freddie Mercury Day in my life. We were not born before he died. Yes. And, you know, my name will not forever be synonymous with Freddie Mercury, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. But there are some things in this movie that just feels like... Okay, it's not like, okay, you're admitting that because, you know, it doesn't it's not necessary for the yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, why? Why are you doing that? Are you doing it because... I don't, I don't want to throw around accusations, but, like, were you never really comfortable with Freddie's lifestyle? Because Ooh, there's a no. big thing where they demonize his lifestyle. A big chunk in the middle. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're doing drugs and having sex every day, you know, if you're healthy and doing it, sure, but for most people, you know, try maybe, not yeah, to do that. You maybe slow down a bit. Exactly. But, It was really that part that really just got to me of like why are they like, oh after right when he did the solo albums his life went out of control. He need he needed the band. He didn't want to. He needed They made a lot of like
1: for a movie that is about Freddie Mercury there's a lot of There's a weird amount of time spent on, The band. The band. And, And, like, I get it. Yeah. It's a... Like, Queen is a big thing. But, like... If you're telling a Freddie Mercury story... Like, especially in that... Like, the part that really got me with it was in that press conference. Where it's, like, this really cool stylized thing of Freddie Mercury, like, answering questions. And, like, everything's, like, coming at him, coming at him. Yeah. And then it cuts to, like, a regular, like waist up shot of another band member and they're just like can we talk about the album and then it cuts back to this like weird like drug well
0: actually I, that's a part I really liked I thought yeah. I
1: understood why they're doing it but it was just yeah. like a bit too much I was like okay but like
0: I don't kinda care. going
1: he's kind of growing through something and I kind of want to be in that right now yeah I don't want to just go to a basic like mid close shot well of another band member. And sometimes they didn't even say anything. They were just like Ugh. And I was like, We don't need that. Get that out of there.
0: True. Very It's just Thing is, is that they were never It was never supposed to be a Freddie Mercury movie. That's in the band's eyes.
1: Yeah, it was always a queen. Movie, but then all the posters are just Rami Malek's face.
0: Now that's the thing, and this is all the trailers are just Rami Malek doing some stuff. Well, that's the it's. This is where I told you this yesterday, and I'm telling you guys this now. When he tries to, when he try to please everybody, please nobody. Yeah, they, w- I, you can tell that people wanted certain things, and they were like, you know, what? so we'll do everything. We'll try, you know, you know. Now we're living in twenty eighteen. We can't not not talk about his private life. Yeah. So we have to talk about that, but we also have to mention the band because you know they have to give us the music. And also we want to talk about just you know his story about going you know rising into fame and this is, and you do you add so many things where you are like all right we have to talk about all these things and give all these things equal screen time. Yeah. Then everything just feels muddied, yeah, and watered down because it's like okay, they want to make it about the band. Then what about, about their the private band? life? Okay, yeah,
1: I was like at one point that uh, that he was like, "Oh, I have to go home to my wife," and I was like, "Hold on, you got
0: married? Exactly. Like,
1: what are you? What are you talking about?" And then and then he was like, "You all have wife and children." It's and it's like, like they have kids. They have kids now. What is hap- What's going on with them? Like, don't like the whole movie is framed to be a Freddie Mercury movie, and then. But then the, it's also about the band. But then we don't spend any time with the band exactly. outside of the, his their time with Freddie Mercury. Like, there's no. There's like three or four lines of dialogue spoken by the band without Freddie Mercury in the room.
0: Yes, yeah. So it's like, this is a Freddie Mercury movie. Because it's not, it's not a Queen movie. And it feels like, because I guess this is where we talk about it. What are the. Our friend, friend of the show, friend of the show. Justin Jones. He's like, Andrew Thomas rarely gets mad. When this news came out, you saw Andrew get mad. (laughs) Um, So, way back when, five years ago almost, I think, we were supposed to get this movie. It was supposed to be a hard R-rated R (laughs) movie about Freddie Mercury and his life. You know, not the Oh, I'm gonna make it somewhere, Dad. Trust me. We're not gonna see that because you know we've seen that hundreds of times. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're gonna see his life when he's famous. The the crazy <coughs> 1970s, 1980s rock star lifestyle. Um.
1: David Fincher was. Producing.
0: Yeah, he was producing.
1: Sasha Baron Cohen acted.
0: Um. I forget his name but the guy who wrote Frost Nixon and The Queen two very great screenplays of the past century Um, and the band was like no, 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 no we cannot make this movie because it's not about the band we want Freddie Mercury to die in the middle and have the ending be and then we, we champion on the band stuck together and championed on, and now they're, you know, toured with Adam Levine, or Adam uh, Lambert. Lambert.
1: Like, make it family-friendly. PG-13.
0: Family-friendly. PG-13. Don't delve deep into anything. Obviously, all those creatives dropped out. Because they were like, that's not the movie
1: we want to make. Because that doesn't make any sense but what we're trying to do
0: but yet they still try to do those things but again it's i wish we had more time because i would i would love to talk about ports of raiding no i understand i get it i get it my man i get it my man (laughs) uh i just want i kind of want to get to ports of raiding and when things should be rated arts things should have be rated art but we'll talk about that maybe later we
1: can talk about that in the other episode maybe are today
0: possibly Do-da-doo. <laughs> <laughs> um guess we got wrap
1: up
0: yes uh it's just it, it this movie pff, you speak so i can think of i can think of my because it now i'm really thinking of it and it's like It kind of... I feel like Freddie Mercury somewhere. Oh my gosh, a movie's being made about me. And then he's just like, really? Yeah. That was... Now no one's going to do another movie about me for 10, 15 years because of this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is the movie that came out about me.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I... We don't have enough time today because we have to wrap up kind of early. Sorry, everybody. Um... So I think I'll end up talking about this more later,
0: Do-do-do.
1: in next week's episode, um, because because I think we did a good. I think that was a smart thing that we did, that you decided. Ah. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, we're gonna get more into biopics next week mm-hmm. for you, and in a few hours for us. Ah. Uh-huh. Um. So yeah, I think I'm gonna save my thoughts.
0: Oh, about that. About later. that, yeah.
1: Okay. I want to get into this, that conversation a bit more. I don't know how long it's gonna take.
0: Okay. Well, just remember, I also have to go to work. <laughs> so yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I'm not gonna be like. Let's All right, for Sam. Two I need hours. to go.
0: No, Andrew. We need to do this. <laughs> um,
1: no, that's a. I think yeah. I think we'll figure that
0: out. Okay. Uh. It, yeah. It's. I guess, fi- final thoughts, that
1: It's a perfectly average movie. And a lot of people love it. Yeah. So, but mathematically, you too will love it, audience.
0: <laughs> yeah, even on Rotten Tomatoes, the credit score... The credit... Critic? Yep. Am I say that right? You did just then. I'm still sleepy. It's okay. Um, it's 55, 50, isn't it? It's like fit at 53%. I think so. And, yeah. But
1: the audience score is like...
0: Oh, is it really that high?
1: High, I think. Let me check.
0: The Last Jedi is like 36. Come on, people.
1: Last Jedi is very good. People are dumb. Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Tomatoes.
1: Tomatoes. Bohemian Rhapsody. Take a guess.
0: At the audience? At both numbers. Okay. I know. Credits. Credits. That one. It's like 53. I'm going to say 52. Solid 52. Okay. And audience? My gut says 80, but I don't. I I put faith into people. Okay. So I'm going to say 76.
1: Okay. So that's the final answer. 52 for critics. Yes. 76 for audience yes critics 60
0: it went up yeah, really apparently. wow it's fresh now yeah wow audience score oh that means it's high <laughs> it's like a 90 isn't it it's like a 90 my glasses I threw my glasses it's like a 90 isn't it
1: 94% which means mathematically you will like this movie oh
0: thank You look so disappointed. I am a little bit. A little bit, my guy. Like... At night, like... 94. It's just that... I'm gonna wake up, Cat. Okay. I'm gonna talk a little. It's just that... When it's like a 94, the way movies work is that this is what we're going to get now. Like, because it works. This is now you know, proof of the pudding that this average, you know, dime a dozen told a thousand times story, this is what we're going to get with biopics. Hey, I hope you're happy in the uh, Prince. I hope you're happy. God, no. uh, uh, David Bowie. No. I hope you're, like, because this is it. Because when, you know, creatives want to do something special with your story and, you know, producers, which, you know, as much as I want to get at producers, it's a business at the end of the day. Yeah. When they want to make a uh, a return of all their money. I forget the word. (laughs) It's still early for me. Um this is what we're going to get. And that's and it works for some people. And it's just, I feel like a lot of people are getting tricked because Queen truly did have great music. Yep. And they pumped this movie with the music. Yep.
1: Every song used
0: in this movie is a Queen song. Yes, it is. And there's one... Uh, uh, opera. One opera and the other is uh, Rick James. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's all you get.
0: And... Yeah, it's just it's it's audience. disappointing. It's 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 one of those things where it's like you wonder why we get so many average films. It's it's movies like this and then the people who like it and it's just Yeah, it it's frustrating. Especially knowing the movie we could have gotten.
1: Yeah. Well, my name is Sam Banigan.
0: And I'm Andrew Thomas.
1: Uh, you can find me at Sam Banigan on all the two social medias that I use. We're going to do a dumb... we Are going to do a bad joke or a dumb joke? I'll tell you after.
0: <laughs> um, you can find me on stage. Hey oh hey You can find the podcast...
1: You can find the podcast out Welcome Back Animal. Pod on all the social medias. <laughs> uh, uh, like us on SoundCloud. Comment on SoundCloud. Re- uh, review on iTunes. But most importantly, share. Share with your friends.
0: Uh, so there's at least one of you that likes it. Share with your friend that doesn't like it so they'll like us. <laughs> How about you just do that for us? If you made it all the way through, what's to thank you?
1: Thank you. Um,
0: but mathematically, if you're li- like, you liked it.
1: Yeah, mathematically, 90, about 9 out of 10 people who listen to this podcast are going to like it.
0: They're going to be like, I dug that movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and if you have like a convincing argument to be like, you guys are wrong, know. tell us. I, I could get swayed on movies. Say i not so much. Not so much, but I can you can tell me your like reasoning why you love this movie, why you think it's a great movie. I can be like, Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So Bohemian Rhapsody, the best movie of all time.
1: <laughs> uh, so yeah, thanks for
0: uh, listening. Share
1: share us around. That's best ways that's the best way to support the show. Uh, because we don't want to pay for advertising because yes. that's a
0: little weird. Because who for wants to podcast, pay for ads.
1: Especially as a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think we're going to head out singing We Will Rock You.
0: We're not going to announce our closer, Sam.
1: Well, I thought that might just.
0: No, might no, ju- Sam. We are champions. So don't stop me. No!